Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe fan podcast. This is episode 217, and today we'll be talking about the fourth issue of the Harmony miniseries. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So again, another another issue where they, boy, did they do something different with it. Well, it really went off the rails there at the end. Otherwise, um, for me, the story kind of... Well, I wouldn't use the word meandering, but I didn't particularly, I wasn't particularly excited by the action at any point. Uh, maybe Garnet's encounter with one of the uh, Harmony Core beasts was about as close as it got for me. But uh, at least for me, I kind of felt like the rest of just like dealing with Pearl and Amethyst and Steven inside one of the cores and, um, you know, the sort of a lot of talking that just happened, explaining more about the core and yeah, all the Beach City citizens get released. Don't get me wrong, this this issue had a lot of bookkeeping in it, but I thought it was pretty interesting bookkeeping. I mean, I, I would have been happy if they had explained more, but of course they have to keep their mysteries. Yeah, I mean, so it explains in more certain terms how they were used, right? It tells us that some kind of homeworld gem would take control and a uh, some other gem would have to be absorbed right by the harmony core i think i missed a piece of that though what exactly did the absorption do why couldn't is like peridot called it a two-factor authentication well pearl is the gem on the inside so this would be the loyal but expendable gem seems to have the ability to activate controls but it seems to only work if there is a cooperating gem on the outside so I'm, ass- I'm assuming that Steven could shut down whatever Pearl's doing if he really wanted to. Right, except then she'd be stuck inside it. Yeah, and he's he's not about that. Yeah. You mentioned Garnet's fight, though. I wonder if the fact that the Harmony Corps was like wearing that sentry as a suit, is is that what I'm seeing in this last panel? No, so it's definitely, we we don't see any projected form, apparently, of this core. It is wearing... Some sort of technological suit that looks a lot like, yeah, the sentries that they fought off. It has physical matter that it is plugged into, and it's powering like a, like one of the any other gem implanted in an artifact. Which is strange, because, well, the cores seem to be independent gems. They're not like shards. Well, and we've seen that even shards can take some kind of form. But this is definitely like a Frybo situation, I guess. Mm, Except I that... Guess. I mean, was this core placed into one of these centuries, though, or did it find its way into one? Uh, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all we know, the sentry did that itself, and it placed the Harmony Core there so it could protect it better. They, Of, of all the things they were going to explain, they, they just had to send Garnet out on a solo mission for the most confusing one. Well, also with that, her going off... I. This is my favorite probably piece of art just from this series is just getting to see different temples again. And I really, really liked my notes just say cool Arctic temple. It's a cool Arctic temple. That is a beautiful panel. Just the the giant lady, the giant like gem ancient being wrapped around this like building that's very like geometric has big spiky spikes. And of course, you got the floating islands, uh, which are very Steven University. Um. Is is just really cool. We need to see locations like that in space <laughs> and on other planets more. This is good stuff. I mean, too bad we'll never see it in an episode, but ooh, it does look good. Well, and again, so Garnet sings a little bit here, and, and there's several <laughs> snippets of singing in different panels, and it just 
feels like a script from the show so much when it involves singing, which now I don't read a lot of comics, but I would assume is not heavily featured usually in comics because it just doesn't come across the way that songs usually have to. It really only gets close to, to poetry. And it's just, uh, this is something different though than the show would do, which is have just these little snippets that the characters sing to themselves. Steven Universe has kind of balanced the line of, do the characters actually sing in real life or is it like a musical where it's sort of fake? And I think continually as the show's progressed, we've realized that all the singing is real, (laughs) including this, and all the characters just seem to be inherently musical. So I thought that was a sweet touch for Garnet. So what did you think of that little panel where Garnet and Lion touch foreheads? Oh my goodness. I had like the regalness of Lion was insane <laughs> with how they with how Lion was drawn. Oh yeah, they drew him very wizened, I think. Yeah, which, you know, we kind of know what Lion is, but we still don't really know who Lion is. But yeah, that's a very sweet moment because we don't really see the gems, any of them, besides Garnet interact with Lion much in any way so yeah i mean this is this is the closest we've seen him be with any of the gems yeah so it's interesting because the line's totally used to being around gems and he's used to being around rose so yeah he does his own thing most of the time though for real <laughs> uh, and i guess he's not on he didn't come to homeworld with him right that's just another uh, another thing we have to wait on is lions just stay, hanging around on earth with bismuth yeah, or whatever we're gonna have to wait until the new new crystal gems to find out who's even on earth right now we got two bubble bismuth lapis peridot and lion yeah and of course bloodstone <laughs> yep five gems well four gems and a lion i mean woe unto any homeworld force that tries to attack not that not that that's you know very politically likely at this at this current moment <laughs> could be rogue elements you know yeah Rogue elephants, even. Hmm, less likely. An elephant corrupted gem? Come on. Uh, we still haven't seen a lot of fusion of just, like, animals in gem tech in the show. Animals have been kind of, uh, neglected. That would be, that would be a monstrosity to rival Frybo. An animal being controlled by a gem. This show needs a little more monstrosity. I think it's kind of, um, shied away from that since it's earlier episodes. They could easily do something like that and have it just knock cat fingers and Frybo right off of the top of the creepy charts. Well, yeah, for real, because the last time they did anything like that was basically like gem mutants in the cluster. And uh, well, honestly, I think they've still they didn't take enough advantage of how cool of an idea the gem mutants were. Oh, they played them up for creepy factor. They just didn't they, they had the characters be freaked out. They didn't freak us out. Well, at least in my opinion, they kind of introduced gem mutants just so that they could immediately introduce the cluster, and they ignored how cool gem mutants were, but that's okay. I'm fine with that. But uh, yes, they should have disgusting, awful, gross-looking gem-infested animals in the show, and they can do that uh, after the 30-episode run dealing with White Diamond, so <laughs> that'll be fine. Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess the big question of the issue is uh what up with that at the end there (laughs) okay first of all like i know that the signal that was perpetuated by radio but then through the cores could reach other cores but man those cores instantaneously reached earth as a giant well well actually no i take that back it wasn't the cores that came to earth it was some other being that was summoned because of an emergency protocol that went off on homeworld is that what i'm supposed to think it is yeah, I have I have no idea. Is that thing supposed to be like 
a, a robot being powered by an amalgamation of all of the other cores that were deployed throughout the galaxy and like you know they they'd been fused together over time and just they're all home or or what because that thing is heavily themed with the harmony core like it's got a heart on its head its chest its crotch its knee it i i still it's weird that i don't know what it is and uh, <laughs> there was really no transition to suggest anything about it either it was literally like signal went out and then uh, oh what's this tune in next week it's like zero to cliffhanger in uh what what is that four panels flat pretty weird decision but like you know i don't know if the comic books are like limited in page length but yeah they they have standard lengths so yeah so i guess that's that's where we are now they're gonna need a bigger boat i mean amp well hopefully they don't need a movie all right so we do this every episode is this leading into the movie or not how do you feel now i'm pretty sure at this point i am not sure at all <laughs> the heart like, the, the only link is the heart like but this just it's just so weird it's so weird that these details would happen and lead up to it and i mean as in this in this issue they made me certain that the movie's going to relate to this because they're talking about freeing homeworld gems from these harmony cores and and now they have a lot of them on earth and they want to free all the homeworld gems i mean what are the odds that one of them's crazy and wants to you know continue the core's work of exterminating organic life so uh, operating with the assumption that that is true that this is a you know plot relevant thing and that that feeds into the movie how can children be aware of this plot when the network i mean you know i haven't been regularly watching cartoon network's program but i'm assuming that like this is not advertised at all and this is very like inaccessible to children like if the movie which is you know going to be a reasonably big thing a bigger you know production budget all that like why would it be so heavily plot dependent on this thing that's just so strange unless it includes those details in the first like 15 minutes and then the rest of it's like the rest of the movie but it'd be super weird to retell it too it would be pretty cool actually to see them spend a little bit of time in the movie basically doing this just basically give it 11 minutes like it was its own episode yeah and then move on that would be cool but they might just be wanting to do this so they can kind of start the movie i guess in media res and be like steven that homeworld gem is attacking and you you know if you if you'd read harmony you would already know exactly what was going on but even if you haven't they'll fill you in on the details later as they become relevant well i you may have a point there um you know, I don't know why I think this if this was announced when it was announced at Sandy and Comic-Con or not. But I have this idea in my head that the movie wasn't guaranteed to be within the like canonical timeline. Like not that it's not canon, but just that whenever the last episode airs, this isn't the, the movie won't be the next thing that follows. And so it being sort of in the middle of something makes sense and, and would give you more of a sensation of that. It would be kind of weird to just see Steven uh see steven like hanging out on the beach or something just but but it was not following the <laughs> yeah. last episode you saw like having the action already happening suggests uh, a new context for what's happening if it just starts off with a blank context then we would carry over our last state of steven with us so, so that could work yeah although t to be honest i really would prefer if the movie followed immediately after legs from here to homeworld and, I mean, for one, it would be an entire movie on the homeworld. 
And then two, the movie would be just a proper thing that you watch when you're, you know, watching the complete series, as opposed to if it does go off of Harmony, it's kind of in an odd spot where, yeah, sure, you watch it at around this spot because this is around when it takes place. It's much more nebulous at that point. Well, it definitely, it can't take place after Legs from Here to Homeworld, right? Like, I mean, that's a whole thing that has to be dealt with over there. I mean, that'd be crazy for them to just, like, turn around and then deal with the Harmony course back on Earth. I mean, uh, if we go back to from the teaser trailer, like, if we go with my, you know, idea that they could have a deranged Morganite chasing Steven around Homeworld, and that'd be a cool movie. I'd watch that. Right, but is that then connected to what happened in the comic? I mean, if that's what they went with, it wouldn't be, but I don't I don't think they're going to go with that. I think that the movie's going to be connected to the comic and therefore take place somewhere in between Sadie Killer and The Big Show. Hmm. Which means, like, when we're doing our complete rewatch of the series, we're going to have to be like, okay, we're, we're going to slot this movie somewhere, somewhere in there, somewhere after Sadie Killer. Which is just a totally new thing for Steven Universe to do. It's going to be interesting how that works out. It'll be really interesting, of course, when they just announce that anything's happening. Uh, we get closer every day to the longest in the dark <laughs> record yet. But, um, you know, other than that. It's okay. They'll try to kill the show. They never will. I mean, they, they could stop paying the crew. That would kill it. But, like, that's what it's going to take. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Uh, Pearl. Yeah, she, I don't know. Did you care about her selfless act? Were you really concerned about her being trapped? This is one of those situations where it this show just doesn't have those kinds of stakes, right? Was I supposed to get the impression that her being trapped was part of the stakes? I, I hmm. Well, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, Amethyst sure cared, but I, it didn't really evoke anything out of me. Hmm. I mean, because they're talking about there's a failsafe so you can pull a homeworld gem out of there. Like, I don't get the impression that this is severely risking her being stuck in there. And then, of course, we as fans know that she isn't. So what would be the point in trying to get us to believe that those are the stakes? I mean, well, then why is Amethyst upset just because she wants to be there with Pearl and doesn't want Pearl to have to do things on her own? I mean, that would that would make sense for, for Amethyst, that she wants to be supportive and Pearl's like, no, you don't have to be in there, you know, just let me do this for you. I guess. But I, I guess even if they were kind of going for the stakes, the, they were going for it matters to the characters, but they didn't play that up to us. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and Steven Universe honestly does that a lot anyway, so that's fine. Hmm. Oh, well. I just wish they had more time to explain their plan. I'm kind of fuzzy on the details well <laughs> you know there there's some big leaps we've had to take in understanding uh this whole music saves the day thing but uh <laughs> adventure time <laughs> yeah. pulled it off so i guess um i guess steven universe is now going to make music win the day okay bold prediction are they going to use music to destroy this giant harmony woman in episode or in issue five I don't think they're going to destroy it. Maybe break it apart into constituent harmony cores, if that's indeed what it is. But So I guess that would be technically destroying, but a very non-destructive destruction. Um, I, I do think that they will use the power of music to issue commands to it. Heck, uh, maybe 
maybe the gems on the inside will go along with it, and then you'll have the one rogue who is in the movie. I, 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 I don't know. They, they still haven't shown us a gem, so I, I guess if she appears in the comics at all, it'll be in issue five. And then we'll figure out what the movie's going to be about. Now that can make sense that a lot of gems are about to get freed and returned to their to their gems, physical gems, outside the cores. And what are the crystal gems going to do? Immediately poof and bubble them? Well, so that is one thing, though. So we don't know where all those gems are in the universe. Those could be anywhere, right? Uh, they're not going to appear on Earth after they defeat the Harmony Core. Like, they're, uh, what we saw in this comic, or at least what was made clear to me finally, is that somehow their, like, sentient consciousness is actually captured, or maybe somehow it's being transmitted between their gem and the Harmony Core. It's probably more likely. No, it's it's in the Harmony Core, because if they destroy the Harmony Core, their consciousness is trapped inside it. Wow. So however that works <laughs> um, with with gems. So yeah, I guess their consciousness would return to their gems wherever they are. So the the only rogues they'd have to worry about would be in the Earth ones. Right, which there might not even be any Earth ones, because they've been rounding up gems for a while now. Well, no, they're, well, they, they would have empty gemstones that maybe they didn't bother to bubble because they were inert, and they just didn't know why they were inert. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure the comic won't care about that, although... They could, they could be in Steven's closet along with the Moon Goddess statue. <laughs> yeah. Okay, in fact, you learned it here first, folks. <laughs> wow, that'd actually be crazy. Now, that is the kind of detail that, you know, if, if you're like sort of a fanboy, fangirl writing these comics and you could introduce some continuity like that, that would be cool. Because the show doesn't have to do anything else with the Moon Goddess statue, but like making artifacts relevant again in the comics is something that actually brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. Just like to see it again. Yeah, well, it just, that's the kind of tie-in. That's where things feel canon, even if they're not. Of course, we're saying this is literally leading into a movie, but if it weren't, if it were just a comic, that's the kind of way you can spice it up, is by cheating and just using objects we already know about and have an attachment to. There you go. Yeah. Hey, I, I appreciate it. Did you have any more thoughts about the issue, though? I guess I'm ready for the finale. That was really a oh, surprise yeah. in the last panel, so... Um... I mean, that's a... That's the biggest cliffhanger yet. It only makes sense because the miniseries is to be concluded. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll really be having some major regrets about not believing you earlier when they, uh, when this issue comes out and then they announce when the movie's happening right after that and announce a new trailer for it. But uh, Well, we'll see what happens. Although if they are tied in, I would hope that the comic itself would have the advertisement for the movie. You know how, like, at the end it says the next issue is this, they can have a big thing, don't forget to watch this movie! Oh, man, that that's pretty spicy. That actually could be the case. And if it were the case that the movie was coming, that would probably be a great way to announce it. You get a lot of internet hype, right? It almost has that sort of leak feeling, like, oh, guys, look yeah. what I found in the back of one of these comics. It's like that time that they started airing the season premiere of Rick and Morty on April 1st. And they just didn't tell anybody. They just let everybody say, hey, guys, you should tune to Adult Swim now. Yeah. So maybe that'll be the case. I guess we only have a month a month to find out. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that's been us on issue number four of Harmony. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. 
Thank you for listening.